the property pod. 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 pod welcome to the property pod with moneyweb the property sector is an ever-changing sector and in this podcast series your host suren naidu chats to movers and shakers in the property industry hi there and welcome to the latest episode of the property pod south africa's premier property investor podcast My name is Suren Naidu and on this weekly show we gain insider insights from leading executives and lists developers and entrepreneurs in SA's expansive property industry. On our podcast this week we have a young entrepreneurial CEO of a company that's doing great things in the affordable housing and urban regeneration arenas. He is Carl Kleinans, the CEO of Diversity Property Fund. which is unlisted and started off as a joint venture between Pretoria-based Atterbury Property and Joburg-based inner-city player Intemba several years back. Intemba Property, that is. Diversity is best known for its uh, Jewel City development precinct in the Joburg CBD, but is also involved in the Barlow Park development near Santon and recently announced a development in Cape Town. To tell us more, Carl, welcome to the Property Pod. Thanks, Sirin. Great to great to be on. We have not chatted in a while. I think the last time face to face was actually in COVID for the Jewel City tour that we did. It could have been when Herman Mashaba was still Joburg mayor, so it's been a long <laughs> time. I know Yeah, we almost measured time in the number of mayors we've had since then, but yes, it's been quite a while. <laughs> Definitely. A lot has changed with the mayors, but also in terms of development. We've covered the company in terms of some of its more recent developments, but before we get into that latest project in Cape Town, perhaps you want to give us an update on Jewel City. Is it still your biggest development yet and is it uh, pretty much a complete development and fully let? Um yeah absolutely Jesus um I think we've been fully occupied for over a year now in Jewel City so it it very much feels complete um you know we we definitely in time I think we'll still expand it we've got some you know quite a bit of land holdings in and around Jewel City that still has loads of development bulk and there's definitely ample opportunity to expand it but it being our largest kind of current investment in the diversity business at the moment definitely creates opportunity for us to diversify also away from just our you know core holdings in the Joburg CBD through developments like Bala Park which you just touched on in Santon and then also the stuff we're starting to do in Cape Town so basically to cut a long story short Jewel City is doing very well today um it's fully occupied the retail is trading extremely well the resi is doing very well um it's a fantastic validation i think of the model um of diversity which is to do kind of these large scale well-located affordable residential precincts with amenities in them as well and it's been the springboard that we needed to to really start taking this model to other locations like Santon and and Cape Town and hopefully other nodes all over the country just in terms of scale uh, the last time i spoke it was a 1.8 billion rand development and there was further investments coming in with the Kiro school i believe that just opened there at that time but overall in terms of scale Yeah so the, the that 1.8 number um was referencing all of the development we were doing at that time in the Joburg CBD which included other assets like Towers Main in the Absa precinct as well as some other freestanding residential buildings that we did in the in the eastern part of the city but Jewel City was a capital investment of just under a billion rand 
or the first phase that's currently standing there. And um, yeah, as you as you say, like there's definitely scope to expand it, but that's kind of where we where we are for now. So you say it's fully lit. So I gather it's it's thriving and very much a, a living neighborhood now. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I really encourage you to come down and have a look again once you've got a gap. Turning to Balo Park, I see leasing of the Resi side has, has started. Uh, you punted it uh, a, a month or two ago. So does that mean the first phase is complete there? Where do things stand in that development? Yeah, so Barlow, maybe just to describe what's being built there. So it's 1,600 affordable units um, in in this development called Barlow Park. That's right next to Innisfree Park, essentially Greyston on Catherine Drive um, in Santon. And uh, if you've driven past there in the last year, you've probably seen the cranes and the construction from the highway. The first 1,600 raised units that we that are currently under construction are being complemented with um, 5,500 squares of retail with checkers and clicks being the main anchors there. And then a Kuro um, school as well, um, and kind of in fitting with our model of doing the, you know, the full amenity offering and everything people really need on a day-to-day basis, all contained within close proximity to the resi. And uh, the first residential units are launching on 1 February. So people are taking occupation um, on 1 February. And the retail is also launching a little bit later during the month of February. So it's, we're really kind of there now. It's crunch time. The, not all the resi delivers at the same date. I think it's about the first 300 units um, for which we have well over a 1,000 inquiries already, which is kind of unheard of really in our business to be letting units that people can't even actually get into at the moment. <laughs> you know, it's a still a construction site. You can't go into the building. And we've, I think we've signed leases and taken deposits and everything for over 70 units already. And at this rate, we kind of expect to pretty much have everything fly off the shelf by by Feb for the first phase. And then the, the bulk of the 1,600 units that I mentioned deliver kind of over the course of the next year already in, in, in batches. Thanks for that, Carl. Just in terms of development value there, I know Atterbury is involved together with Twin City and obviously it's an old Balo World property hence its name. Can you give us some insight on that? Yeah, so, so the one partner you uh, didn't get there is the Mulman Group, who was involved as a capital partner in the, in the deal. Just thought I'd mention them. The um, yeah, it's uh, it's actually been a fantastic project so far in terms of the the various skill sets and and experience of the various partners around the table, and uh, and I think that's going to definitely show in the success of the completed development. The first phase that that I've mentioned now is at 1.1 billion rand capital value. Um, total development cost mm. and then we've got uh, land and rights there to keep expanding the precinct quite extensively up to um, depending on exactly what we do with the f- further phases probably in excess of three billion rand by the time it's all done thanks for that it was interesting how agile the group was because originally the plan was for a large office component there and uh, it you know it changed into a more residential development or uh, residential anchored. Turning to Cape Town now, your latest venture, a residential project in Salt River called Nine Hopkins, I believe. Is this diversity's first foray into the mother city? And how did that come about? Um, interestingly enough, just before it was announced, we actually interviewed uh, the CEO of Urban Lime, and he mentioned that this is coming up just down the road from uh, one of their projects in uh, that area. 
Yes, that's right. We actually just opposite the road from uh, one of Urban Lime's inner city, I mean, Salt River developments. And it's an area that we really like. And, you know, we're very much looking forward to getting going there. And and you are correct in saying that this is our diversity's first project in Cape Town and the Western Cape. You know, if, if you think very simply about what diversity stands for, our core mission as a business is to build very good quality, well-located, affordable rental housing, because we think that there's an almost insatiable demand for these this kind of accommodation in South Africa. And I think that this market is particularly strong in Cape Town and the Western Cape, it being an area that's seeing significant influx of new people into, the, into that area. And also... Um, a city where you know good quality affordable accommodation is quite hard to come by in well-located areas so for us it's a it's a major focus um and i think we'll be we, we very much hope to be announcing quite a couple more developments in cape town in the next year or so just to reiterate the the scale of that development and how much is being pumped into that uh, project that's about a 300 million rand and it's about 400, just over 400 apartments. But as I was saying, it's it's ready for us. Um, the first stepping stone to hopefully quite a bit more in Cape Town. If, if I could have it my way, we'd probably commit to at least 2,000 new units in central Cape Town during the next 12 months. Well, it makes sense. As you said, the, the demand in Cape Town for affordable housing, uh, rental stock is huge. But uh, you, we've kind of gone into my next question here. Can we expect further investment by the group in Cape Town? You've answered that. But in any other parts of the country, either Gauteng or, you know, other, other areas, new cities or areas in South Africa? I think we'll definitely do some more investment in Gauteng, in the big economic nodes of Gauteng. Between that and Cape Town, that'll probably be our primary focus in the the near term. I, I do think that there are other cities within South Africa where our product would do very well. But um, just from a pure focus point of view and, and, and bandwidth, we'll probably realistically stick to big economic nodes in, in Gauteng and Western Cape for now. Thanks. What is the next big thing outside what you've mentioned for uh, diversity? Any other major plans in the works that's worth highlighting? Um, I think one very exciting thing is that we uh, are just about to announce probably in the next week or so a big new capital raise for diversity, which will significantly shore up our balance sheet and and really give us the equity that we need to keep rolling out these um, precincts. Obviously, real estate is capital intensive and in this market to grow, you need to keep raising capital. And we're very, very fortunate to have fantastic current shareholders who are following rights um, in this in this this investment round and also some exciting new partners joining us um, that are buying into the vision of diversity that understand not only the commercials of what we're busy doing and 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 you know are believe in in that value proposition but also see the impact of this asset loss in the south african context so this is something we very much look forward to announcing probably hopefully in the next week or so Okay, uh, looks like a big announcement ahead there. Does that mean diversity will pretty much play in that space? Uh, I gather you're not looking to list anytime soon, considering the huge discounts in the listed property space on the JSE. Yeah, no, certainly that, I guess that is a challenge um, as a private company um, at the moment. It's not particularly attractive to list. But, you know, I do think that we will need to find a way to create liquidity for our shareholders at some point in the in the coming years. And I do hope, I think it's in the interest of, you know, the entire real estate sector that hopefully the listed sector eventually gets back to a place where it's trading at closer to value again. Um, 
you know, I think everybody expects that to take a couple of years, and, and we're certainly not holding our breath that it happens anytime sooner. There will be a point at which we will need to create liquidity for our, you know, private equity shareholders. And, you know, to that effect, you know, we'll look to the markets if there's an opportunity there or look at other means. Just yourself, Carl, uh, how did you get into the property development game? Can you share some of your background of who Carl Kleinance is and and uh, what drives you to play in this place? It's quite exciting, but it also has its challenges considering some of the other issues in other areas of the Joburg CBD, for example. Yeah, sure. We definitely have done a lot of urban renewal work, but I'd say I'm probably first and foremost in the housing space in South Africa. And I think what really got me into doing what I'm doing uh, today is a belief in the asset class and the, the you know what what might be called multifamily in the U.S. and you know built to rent in the in Europe, in well-developed capital markets such as those residential accounts for a sizable portion of the you know investable real estate universe. I think in the U.S. it's it's in excess of 25% of listed property is residential and specifically you know apartments the kind of stuff that we build. And, you know, I think that this asset class within the real estate landscape in South Africa has incredible potential um, for, for a variety of reasons that we don't have to get into now. But suffice to say that, you know, I think that there's, you know, as a, as a young person in property in South Africa, it's an area where I see a lot of growth and a lot of opportunity. And um, and it's something that also just appeals to me on a personal level. You know, I think it's an exciting asset class, as you point out, in that there's the opportunity to have an amazing impact in what one does. And you know, build a great business in the process. And I've been very lucky to meet partners along the way that, that share this conviction about um, what we're busy with. And, you know, I think we'll, if we do a good job, hopefully build a great business in the process. For our listeners, uh, Carl is talking to us from the Joburg CBDs. That's how committed he is to the group's investments uh, in urban renewal. But first and foremost, as he mentioned, the housing space. Carl, I appreciate your time on the podcast today. That was Carl Kleinans, the CEO of Diversity Urban Property Fund. Thanks for listening to the MoneyWeb Property Pod with Suren Naidu. To listen to more episodes, go to moneyweb.co.za or the MoneyWeb app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates. Follow Suren on Twitter at Suren Naidu for more of his property industry content and other business stories. Pod. Pod. Pod.